0: Hey there, I'm Kimberly Brock, and the most important lesson I've learned over the last 20 years of being a mom and an entrepreneur is that, yes, you can turn your passions into a personally fulfilling and profitable business. Now I'm on a mission to help moms just like you do the same exact thing. Now we are going to have some fun, so let's get started. Hey, everyone. Today I'm gonna talk about the controversial topic of comparing yourself. And I know people tell you, you shouldn't be comparing yourself to others, you should be proud of who you are. Well, today we're talking about comparing your business to other businesses, but with a disclaimer here, you are not to do it all the time. You are to compare yourself to other businesses periodically, and you should be, but you shouldn't be OCD about it, okay? So I know many of you probably already compared yourself when you started your business. Like you had a reason why you wanted to start your business, because you knew that there was some type of gap in the marketplace, or there wasn't a reputable company that did XYZ, or they didn't offer the products that you wanted, or they didn't treat their customers well, et cetera. So I'm sure in the beginning, you did research your competition, but are you doing it? Periodically on an ongoing basis. If not, then you need to be. And I've created a spreadsheet. It's super simple. I mean, my fifth grade daughter could make it. It's super simple, but I'm going to share it with you in case you want to cut and paste like the headings just to paste in real quick. And I'll share with you that Google sheet at the end of this episode with the link. But if you're a pen and paper kind of person, maybe you have a journal, a notebook, then you definitely need to create a quick chart. It's going to map out these things about your competition. And there's many more that you could monitor. But so if you're a small business, you probably don't need to go that in depth. Big corporations do this on a daily basis. Yes, they do. But I think for your sake as a small business owner, you don't need to be doing this all the time. You need to be worried about yourself and how you're treating your customers and what kind of product or service you're offering, right? Are your customers valuing what you're selling, right? So, The spreadsheet's going to have this, your competitors listed, what they sell, how do other customers perceive them, what is their main marketing method that you've seen, and what do they do well, and where are they weak? So it's six columns, it's not a big deal, competitors, what they sell, how do customers see them, what is their main marketing method, what do they do well, and what are they weak in, and why do you need to know this? Well, you need to know this. This is my top four reasons. One, it helps you determine your branding and how you're different. Because if you're kind of keeping up with what your competition is doing, you're like, whoa, well, I stand out because X, Y, Z. It's actually gonna make you feel better about yourself. But if you see that four other competitors are doing your exact same thing and there's no variation, maybe that will help you stop and say, wait, I need to offer something else? Maybe I need to offer a variation of our product line. Let's say you have, you know, a line of aromatherapy and oils and stuff like that, and everyone's offering that. Well, could yours be organic? Were their food safe? Or I don't know, I'm just thinking off the cuff here. What could be different about what you're doing than what everyone else is doing? Don't keep doing the exact same thing or you are not going to stand out. And the second thing is, it will make you look at how you treat your clients and customers. Do they feel valued? Right? Because that is a big thing that I hear about. I mean, I've heard about different local companies where the customers don't feel heard or valued, and online stores. Maybe the people don't answer the phone. Maybe they don't reply to emails fast. Maybe they don't treat them well when they talk on the phone. And maybe your niche. Is that you give the customers the best experience, that you're available and there and you're nice, right? So it also helps you figure out how to best treat your customers along with your branding. A third one is that it will help you figure out best ways to market to your potential customers. So maybe you know someone that only sells online, but you're a very social and active person in your community and you haven't been utilizing grassroots marketing. And I have to tell you, grassroots marketing is like the new black. I'm not kidding. It is like the new way to sell. Everyone is talking about grassroots marketing, and you need to be doing it. But that's a side note. But I'm just saying, by looking at the spreadsheet, you can see how your competitors are marketing themselves. Are they doing it mainly by Facebook or Instagram? Or are they doing it because they've got a huge email list or Just try to look at how you think that they're best grabbing customers and maybe you can A, do it different or B, if they're doing something that's successful, now that you kind of have this little twist on your niche, you can be doing the same thing because you know it's a proven method. We'll help you figure out your products or your services and how you're gonna offer them and what their price is gonna be. Because if you know somebody is very low priced for something, It may not be perceived as the best quality, and it might enable you to actually raise your prices, which sounds weird, but you know your items are good quality and you can start branding them that way. You would be surprised how that changes people's business. Pricing is branding, it is because your price says something about your product, right? But you do have to be able to back it up. I'm not just saying offer $50 for your essential oils when it should have been a $29 item. I'm just saying if your competitors are doing an $18, $18, but you're saying, hey, ours are organic, ours are food safe, we have the best quality product and all that good stuff, then maybe it can help you with your pricing. So again, you need to be monitoring your competition, but don't be OCD about it, okay? You need to be confident in your business. And it kind of goes back to my first episode, if you listen to it, talking about your main purpose, your overall true purpose, reason for being. It's also called your ikigai, which is a Japanese term for reason for being. It gets back to that. Know who you are, know your mission, know how you're trying to impact the world, and know your goals. And I want you to be proud of your business. You created this, Your heart is in it. I know that because of my businesses, my heart was in everything I was doing and it is right now. Okay, so be proud. Don't be staring at all the other competition out of envy, you know, low self-confidence. Look at it as of, okay, this is what they're doing. Yay for them, but this is what I'm gonna do differently. And here's another concept. I've heard people talking about, and I totally agree with this and I have done this. Refer people to your competition when you know that you are not the best fit. I know that sounds weird and I totally just threw that in here, but I think about that a lot. Know where you stand, know who you are, and be excited for these other companies as well, or these other entrepreneurs that they're doing amazing. Realize you're not really the best fit for this, but you have a friend that you could refer them to. And then guess what happens? Your ref- friend will start referring their personal clients to you, right? it goes both ways. So that's the moral of the story. You need to compare yourself to other businesses, but not be insane about it. Use some type of tool. It doesn't matter what you create, you just write it out, have it out, and maybe set an alarm on your phone that every 90 days, you're just going to have a check or every six months or once a year, whatever it is, you're going to quickly go back and analyze your competition because I think you need to, it can help your business. So you can find all these notes at KimberlyBrock.com forward slash episode two again episode two and I'll have my spreadsheet there that you can just the link and you can just cut and paste but again you can make that on your own but there's show notes here if you want to get a recap of this and why you need to be monitoring your competitors and make sure too that you follow me on Instagram and Facebook I've got a private Facebook group ladies for all you moms that are entrepreneurs and you're building your business and you want to do it right why don't you get in my brand new group it's small but it's brand new and it's a great place that you can correspond and network with other moms in the same position, trying to balance it all, having a business and balancing motherhood and get really good tips. And I'm in there moderating it. So thank you all so much. Have a great day. Bye. Now this episode may be over, but our relationship does not have to end here